KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Art Power is presenting Indian fusion band Red Bharat, mixing Indian bhangra rhythms, hip-hop, and funk music, March 23rd at the Epstein Family Amphitheater. Tickets and information about upcoming concerts and events at artpower.ucsd.edu. Good morning. I'm Eric Anderson, in for Debbie Cruz. It's Wednesday, May 31st. A deal to raise the debt ceiling is still up in the air. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. San Diego ranks among the coolest in the nation when it comes to housing prices. The area had one of the biggest year-to-year declines in home prices among major metro areas. The findings come from the Case-Shiller Index, a real estate industry tracker, The latest numbers for March show home values dropped 5.3% locally, lowering the average price of a single-family home to $880,000. Only San Francisco and Seattle had larger declines over the same period. Miami is the hottest of the 20 national markets measured, with a year-to-year gain of nearly 8%. A 32-year-old woman died in the Santee Jail this week, Rosalie Bartolaki was found unresponsive in her cell on Sunday. Officials said she'd been in custody since early April on a charge of assault with a deadly weapon. Sheriff's homicide detectives are investigating the death. The San Diego County Sheriff's Department website says Bartolaki's death is the sixth in-custody death this year. The final day of May will bring a mix of clouds and maybe a few showers. The National Weather Service is forecasting a 20% chance of rain by mid-morning before the sun comes out. Local highs will be in the mid-60s. Breezy conditions are sticking around with 20-mile-per-hour gusts. Patchy drizzle is also in the forecast overnight. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. A deal to raise the federal debt ceiling still hangs in the balance. Over the weekend, President Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy reached a compromise agreement, but that doesn't mean the measure will pass congressional muster. That has one local food bank concerned about the ripple effects. Reporter Kitty Alvarado has details. The nation could still default on its debt, and that's something Robert Kamensky of Feeding San Diego is worried about. He says while the support they get from the government is minimal, this will trickle down to people on the edge. Inflation has doubled some of their costs, and more people are reaching out for food assistance. It started in the mid-80,000 household range in January, and last month we were at 94,000. He says big donors are reluctant to give as much during uncertain times, so their donations are down 25 percent overall. But it's the donations that are priceless that give him hope they will always have enough. An unsheltered homeless individual generously gave what little he had, which was a $10 bill to say there are people who are worse off than me. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. 
One of the key elements of the debt limit negotiations is military spending and whether any cuts would come from that slice of the federal budget. Some of that money is spent in the form of contracts to huge companies like Boeing, Raytheon, and Northrop Grumman, all of which have a presence in San Diego. But the military wants to get more small businesses in that mix, too, a goal that can be challenging both for the Pentagon and the businesses themselves. Eric Schmidt reports for the American Homefront Project. Let's start off with why the Defense Department wants to work with more small businesses. Military leaders cast it as a national security threat and say without them, the DoD risks withering supply chains and losing out on innovation. Smaller companies have a key advantage compared to the bigger contractors the military has established relationships with. The biggest one is risk, right? They can take bigger risks. They can try different things. Colonel Martin Salinas is the chief operating officer at AFWorks, the Air Force's innovation arm. He says it's more likely that a small company will develop an entirely new solution for the challenges the military faces. With AFWorks, Salinas seeks those firms and works to bring them into the Air Force's fold through things like the Small Business Innovation Research Program. So if we are funding that small American company, ideally our adversaries are not. Salinas says AFWorks manages more than a billion dollars a year in these kinds of contracts. But the process for companies who want to tap this pool of cash can be daunting and cumbersome. Patrick Hitchens is the CEO of Austin-based Fit Rankings and first approached the military in 2018 about them using his company's technology around tracking data from wearable fitness devices. He says his proposal was well-received, but that didn't make securing a contract any easier. The systems in the military, the the policies and the technology itself is the most frustrating in the, the bureaucracy. And that started right away. Hitchens says it took months to register his company with the government, and his first application was denied. He says it's gotten a lot easier since he first started, but there is still a challenge in overcoming how the military has traditionally handled working with outside proposals. So if you have a great idea and you want to work with a DOD, if they don't have a requirement for what you have, typically you could not work with the government. Companies can propose their own solutions to a problem the military hasn't explicitly identified. Hitchens says this so-called open topic route is the reason he was able to secure a military contract. For others going this route, it's not clear what the military looks for in these proposals. Ashish Patel is a principal at Drone Domo, also based in Austin, which provides storage and charging for drones that's autonomous. There's not much room for creativity to get the larger vision of the product across. And then you just don't know who's reading these applications on the other side. You're unsure of is this the right way to frame it? Patel says he's noticed how others who've won contracts have a stronger network within the branch they want to work with. It's true for Craig Brooks, the president of Apes Inc., which develops ways to determine how long fleets of aircraft will last. Inside a small shop in St. Louis, he points out the hydraulic press simulating the repeated stresses apart on a military plane endures. The, the de most damaging are the tension cycles, before he started his company in the 1990s, Brooks spent decades consulting for some of the bigger military contractors like Boeing and McDonnell Douglas. A lot of our, I guess I would call it success, has come from the fact that, okay, hey, we know some of these people out there, or they've, 
they, you know, over the years, they've seen or heard of our work. Still, Brooks says it's not easy because there's so much turnover among the military ranks. You having to reintroduce yourself every few years, you have to re-educate them. They are in a constant motion. In recent years, the number of small businesses winning contracts from the DoD has grown. Military leaders say it helps with leveraging all the country's assets to keep pace with its adversaries. I'm Eric Schmid in St. Louis. That story was produced by the American Homefront Project, a public media collaboration that reports on American military life and veterans. Coming up... Two school teachers in Escondido are suing their district over its pronoun policy. We'll have that story and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Carlsbad High School students walked out of class yesterday to protest what they say is a lack of support for the LGBTQ community. North County reporter Tanya Thorne has the story. The students were protesting recent actions by their vice principal and the Carlsbad Unified School District. Earlier this month, Vice Principal Ethan Williams spoke at Mission Church in Carlsbad and urged the audience to attend meetings about the district's diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging plan. He encouraged the church audience to call for no sexual identity or gender ideology curriculum, groups, or celebrations on public school campuses. Ash Baring is a junior at Carlsbad High School. Currently, I do not feel safe at my own school because not only of Vice Principal Williams, but because of all the other students and the harassment that I face on the daily. Baring says the second hit to the LGBTQ community was when the Carlsbad School Board decided to postpone its vote on raising the pride flag. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. Some school districts are facing First Amendment challenges to their inclusion and protection policies for LGBTQ plus students. North County reporter Alexander Wynn looks into the issue at one school district. Two teachers at Escondido Union School District are suing over the district's policy requiring teachers to refer to students by the preferred pronouns and not disclosing students' gender identities to parents without their permission. The teachers claim this violates their religious freedom and free speech rights. David Loy with the First Amendment Coalition says that may not be the case here. That is most likely going to be considered speech pursuant to official duties for which public employees do not have constitutional protection. Loy says there could be professional consequences for those teachers if they choose to violate the policy. As for the religious freedom aspect, the court has allowed for some religious exemptions within reason, but that is not as clear-cut. Alexander Nguyen, KPPS News. San Diego Wave FC are back at Snapdragon Stadium tonight. 
team hosting Seattle's O.L. Reign. First kick is scheduled for 7. Tonight's match is part of the in-season Challenge Cup tournament with first place in the division up for grabs. Paramount Plus will carry the live stream. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us tomorrow for your daily local news. Plus, hear about mental health programs helping youth through difficult times. I'm Eric Anderson. Thanks for listening, and have a great Wednesday. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota. Let's go places.